This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up, lady? Welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, Stacey Ray, and this is episode number 68 with Melanie Ann Lair. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, our online and offline community for ambitious women where we start conversations that empower you and help move you forward so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you know you want. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome, lady. I'm so stoked that you are here. And if you are one of our loyal listeners, of course, welcome back. You are going to love this episode. And I really encourage you to share this with a friend, share this with somebody that you know who is also in a similar place and really wants to move forward in their lives. And of course, if you want to share this on Instagram, Facebook, tag Melanie or myself, we would love to connect with you and hear what you got out of this conversation as well. So Melanie Ann Lair is a phenomenal woman. She's also a high performance lifestyle coach and luxury brand business coach for the woman who wants it all. That's you. <laughs> And she's also the founder of Alpha Femme and the creator of Trifecta Coaching. And she has helped thousands of women self-actualize through her programs, courses, retreats, and private coaching. And she defines an Alpha Femme as a woman who is always at the leading edge of her mindset, her business, and her relationships. And in this conversation, Melanie was on the tail end of a six-figure month without a website, without a funnel, and without any crazy overhead. And so I really got her to share some of the inside tips on this and what her top three insights for you really are to start crafting a life and business that you love and actually start getting the results that you want. So she is someone that I consider to be one of the best at what she does. And last time we had her on the show, it was an absolute blast. And this combo was even more amazing. So if you are a coach or a service-based female entrepreneur, or you're a woman who wants to build a lifestyle brand that really ignites that level of soul work that you want to do in this world, this episode is going to provide some of that deeper clarity into really the areas that make a difference and the real ways to start amplifying your influence, your impact, and of course, your income. And one of the things I adore about Melanie is that she loves to have fun in the process. So I could not be more excited to share this combo with you. So lady, let's get into it. Melanie, welcome to Lady Talk Radio, or I should say welcome back to Lady Talk Radio because you and I have done this before and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you back on the show and have a new conversation about all things Alpha Femme, Melanie Ann Lair, all the goodies. So thanks again for coming back on the show. Thank you for having me. Our first one was so awesome that this is just going to be like even more awesome. Right? Rocket launching. <laughs> I have, uh, I've caught little bits of live streams and stuff of yours over the past couple months. Uh, but give us a little look behind the scenes. Like what's happening in your life these days? Oh my gosh. Since the last podcast, I really think an entire new universe has emerged. Like I don't think I think most of my work, I may have had Impact Academy back then, but I think like I've just created so much more incredible stuff since then. Um, it's just been a really crazy, awesome adventure of, of launching things and really figuring out the online space for, for launching, you know, high end programs and just a lot of, a lot of successful attempts at things, which really feels good for the morale. Uh, I've met a lot of incredible, fun people online and just, I just feel great. Honestly, I, I can't quite remember where I was back then. I know that I was doing a lot offline and I had a lot of one-on-one -on -one clients, but uh, there's a, just a lot more as far as programs go now. So I feel like I'm, I'm more hands-on than I was. Beautiful. And you shared some of your story to kind of getting to where you are today in the last episode. So we'll, we'll totally link that for the ladies who are curious more about Melanie's journey up until this point and how she became a coach and all that kind of good stuff. Um, so you were sharing something really exciting with me right before we jumped on this call um, yes. about what this month was for you. So tell us a little bit about that. So I'm a little bit like not conventional. I think my entire life, my fun thing was like showing people that I could do things not the way that's supposed to be the way, mm. like breaking the rules and still get hitting the results and be like, ha ha, I have a different way. <laughs> always my fun thing to do. So when I started my coaching business, I started, you know, as we say probably in the other episode that it was like the invisible coach and, uh, you know, everything was kind of underground, like a hitch operation, like relationship coaching underground. Um, 
And it was like, I didn't want any social media presence because I didn't know how to do it. I didn't have a website. I didn't have any of the things. And I kind of just went with who I am. So it was a very, in, at first it was just in, invisible word of mouth. Then it was in person. And then it just came to be Facebook lives and meeting all of my people all the time on Facebook live. And I, I built a really successful business that way. So I always had a little bit of a uh, limitation in my mind. I always thought when I get to a certain point, I'll have to get a website because it just, I won't be able to go past that. But I wanted to show people that you could create a six figure business without a website, without, um, without, you know, and any of the things that people think they need without having written a book, without, without needing to have a podcast, without needing to have a radio show without needing to have a sales funnel and ads and all the things Like I wanted to show people who can create a six figure business with no bells and whistles and zero overhead. So I did that. But then this last month, I just had the biggest month of my entire life in the six figure month zone. And I still don't have a website or a podcast or a bell or a whistle or any of the things. And I'm like, holy guacamole, this thing is like taking off like wildfire. So it's, it's now I'm excited to get more things. Like I want to do the whole, you know, website thing and, you know, eventually a funnel and all the fun things. But out of a place of like expansion and fun and I have the unlimited budget to choose however I want to do it and not from a place of needing it. So I had been thinking, you know, I wanted to hit an $80,000 month. That was like my biggest thing. I was like, if I can hit 84,000, because if you want to be a millionaire, you got to make $84,000 a month. And it was like, you know, running for the 84,000 and without a funnel, that means, uh, that means a lot of work. So I had to restructure my business a lot and, and automate, not automate, but, um, leverage a lot, make group programs and things like that. And I kind of nailed it. And this last month I almost doubled that. So it's been amazing and fun and just I'm blowing my own limitations out of the water and celebrating like a wild woman and I'm like oh hallelujah <laughs> oh I love it well congratulations and also you're a beast like we we if you have been in Melanie's world before you can see that she is putting in the work so what would you say if we were to kind of like a bird's eye view for a second what would you say were maybe two or three of the most important points here that you like that if you want to create this in your life, this is what you got to do kind of thing. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy you're asking me these questions. Like this is exactly what I want to talk about. Okay, cool. I first want to tell you that what's important is that you keep blowing your socks off. You've got to be shocked and amazed and happy and excited. And like every single accomplishment has to be celebrated. I'm, if I could do a cartwheel, I'd be doing a cartwheel. I am so excited. I'm so happy. Like it, it's not just like, oh yes, I am. Uh, the yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my god! So I'm so excited, and it makes it so much more fun. And I don't go to like, oh, you know, what, what? How am I gonna do bigger and more? It's just celebrating what is, and it just keeps growing because of the energy that comes with it. So constant celebration for every tiny little thing that you do. Genuine celebration, gratitude. Throw a party in the name of gratitude for what you've accomplished. Really take a second to, to give yourself some credit, to thank the universe for the circumstances that have been put on your, on your path, the people that have been put on your path. Give yourself a tap on the shoulder, do a happy dance, like whatever celebration means to you, but don't let any little thing go unnoticed. That is the biggest, biggest, biggest thing I'll say. Wow. Oh, I love that. And that's actually been my experience of you. I've caught little, like little moments of your Facebook live where you're like, I am so freaking excited. And you're genuine about it. You're sharing that excitement and that celebration. It's not like a kind of fake it till you make it kind of thing, which I think a lot of us can do when we talk about celebration. So maybe give us a little example. If we were to pull that apart even more, like what, how do you celebrate? What is the, what is the sort of way that you sort of stand in that space? So Kevin and I have a silly thing that we do where every time anyone buys something or anytime a new client signs on or anytime someone signs up for a new program, we stop whatever it is we're doing and we do a happy dance. Yay. <laughs> it's just so funny to like be sitting and have be in the middle of a really serious conversation and then PayPal goes ding and it's like happy dance, happy dance, happy dance, happy dance. <laughs> that's 
still a thing. So we have been like dancing our abs to the core this month. It's been like, hallelujah, just guacamole excitement, like so happy, so fun. So the happy dance is definitely part of my life. But things like any, any milestone that feels great, like anytime a client says something amazing or if I get a yes or I'm excited, like I had one client post something like right to me. I wish I could give you all of my money. You're my favorite person to pay. And I was like, that is the best <laughs> most amazing thing. You know, if, if you're going to run a business, isn't that the best thing you can hear is that your clients love to pay you. Like, that's amazing. So I like take a screenshot of that and make a crazy Instagram uh, story with like all the bells and all the, all the little dancing people and the champagne flutes and the like, all the fun things that I, you know, put it out there and s- celebrate my, my happy moments with my tribe. Because I think what's happened for me is because I've been so authentic since the beginning and people have really seen me go from, hey, the, you know, this this girl is cool and she's trying and she's doing it. And then, hey, some success. And then, hey, more success. And then, holy moly, that must be successful. And then, wait, she did what? And then, oh, what, what, what? Because people have noticed and seen all that, they actually celebrate with me. I didn't just pretend I was successful and then now I'm successful and I have no space to celebrate. People have watched me grow. And it's just been so cool to be able to go back to that same tribe that was there for me through all of it and be like, it's working, guys. And they're like, we love you. It's the best feeling, honestly, the best. Yes. And I think this is a piece that's really missing for a lot of new coaches and new entrepreneurs and people who are like building and meeting these milestones. Because I've had conversations. I'm like, so what are you going to do to celebrate? What's the what is your way of like really actively being in that space? And there's oftentimes crickets like, oh, well, maybe I could do this. Like, I don't think we're necessarily used to celebrating as much as we can. So thanks for being that example. I love that. Like you're going to eat anyway. So just have a celebratory dinner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to bathe anyway. So have a celebratory bubble bath. Just do what you're about to do with the vibe of celebration. Do it in the name of success. Do it in the name. Throw a party in the name of gratitude. Just do something that anchors in a big yes to the universe. Because what I have found is, you know, if you believe in manifestation at all, the highest vibes are the ones that we attract the most effortlessly. So when you are celebrating, you're literally screaming to the universe, yes, more of this, please. So if I'm screaming, yes, more of this, yes, 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 that's celebration. The universe like, yeah, give them more of that. So the more I celebrate, the more of what I'm celebrating comes into my life. Yes. So good. Okay, ladies, I hope you're taking notes <laughs> and doing happy dances alongside. Well, what would you say to some of the ladies who maybe haven't been celebrating some of their successes and have a backlog <laughs> of things that they haven't really been acknowledging and celebrating? Take a minute. Well, create a little space that feels really beautiful where you can like not feel all chaotic, like clean a little space, light a candle, get some crystals, a little flower, get your, pour yourself a glass of cold water or hot tea or, you know, glass of champagne, whatever it is that floats your boat, sit down with the journal and write down everything that you're grateful for about yourself, about what you've succeeded in, about the people that you've manifested on your path that have either connected you with the right people, have become the right people, like give thanks and gratitude and then look at everything you've done. And if you are the kind to use social media a lot with your tribe, if you've got like a group or if it's just on your on your actual profile and you're very open with that, recap it and post it. Be like, I just took an hour out of my life to celebrate everything that I've accomplished that I didn't give myself credit for. And what I found is there's a lot I haven't given myself credit for. So today, I am taking this backlog that deserves gratitude I am sending love and gratitude. I'm going to have a celebratory dinner, a celebratory bubble bath, whatever it is to celebrate this. And I wanted to post it on here because every tiny little thing here makes me proud of me. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling inspired to do this. Okay. (laughs) Loving it. (laughs) Loving it. Okay. Beautiful. Let's keep going. So what would you say is the, the second piece of this that you really have been anchoring in for yourself through this process? Most important pieces. Yes. So the second thing is self-mastery. So understanding that this whole journey is about us becoming the best that we can in a certain area. So if you're wanting to be a relationship coach, before you want to be a relationship coach, you would probably want to have the best relationship you possibly can have. 
So self-mastery before business mastery. What can you do for you to make sure that you feel completely in integrity with teaching someone else something? So really making it about yourself, embodying your teachings like they come from your soul, like not just in your head, not just, I have a really great idea. Um, I have a, you know, I have this really great thing I read in a book and I'm going to make a coaching call or a coaching program out of it. Like, how do I embody what I learn so I can become what I learn so that what I learn becomes who I am because I attract who I am and I can only really truly teach from a place of mastery. So if you want to, if you want to teach relationships, make working on your relationships, the number one thing in your life and celebrate, celebrate every single time you've done something amazing about a relationship. If you had a conversation that would have normally resulted in a fight and you've used some of the tools you've learned and you had an incredible conversation with your mother, post about that and say, I am so grateful for the tools that I've learned and that I continue to embody because because of them, I just had the most empowering conversation that months or years ago would have been a disaster. I love, I love my work. I embody it. Um, if you want to be a relationship coach as far as like romantic partnerships, if you've had the most romantic evening of your life, make a post about it. You know, what are some of the past relationships that didn't work and what have you changed in your life that has made it that this relationship is possible? Acknowledge that, you know, really make it about you because the bottom line is we attract who we are. So at the level of integrity that we have, we will attract people who crave that. And if what we're saying we are is not actually who we are, we're constantly be selling to the wrong people. You can't attract who you're not and then try to sell to the, you know, you, you attract mm-hmm. who you are. So you can't sell to who you're not. You've got to attract who you are and then sell to those people. So be in integrity as much as you can and make sure that you're consistently in alignment. And to give you an example, I have a program call, called Femme Fatale, and it is a relationship coaching program. Whenever I run that thing, Kevin and I are at the apex of joy in our relationship because every single thing I know comes to the forefront of my mind and I embody my teachings in such a real way that I love running this program. We're like, let's run it every other month. That's really good for us. <laughs> embody the whole thing. You know, when I did exponential wealth, I, I started exponential wealth. This month was the first round of it. And it was the biggest month I've ever had in my entire life. I experienced exponential wealth. Everything I taught in my program, I did in a really concentrated, focused, integrity, mastery way, and my business exploded. So do it for you. It will then work for them. Yeah, see, that's really powerful because we can feel that too. We can feel it from people when they're simply teaching versus truly embodying. There's a difference in that. And I, I'd be curious to know, like, just the the difference when you first started kind of, because I, I have it that you were probably doing this automatically too, like just on that journey, because like you said, you were quite vulnerable from the beginning of kind of where you were at and kind of just practicing and embodying from what you were creating. But like when you really became aware of this and started practicing it deeply, what did you notice? What I noticed is I stopped being so afraid of results. Ooh. So it went from like, is this going to work to this is working? Who wants to do it with me? Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. The first time I really did this was actually this year. I've been coaching for a long time and, you know, you said you probably were doing it kind of subconsciously before. That's exactly what was happening because what happened is I had a program that I launched and it was the first time I'd ever launched a big group program with like, I think there was like 45 people in it or something. And it was a really hands-on program with a lot of people and it became I became very attached to all the clients because I've been so used to one-on-one coaching that I immediately just fell in love with everybody. But I had a bad apple in the group and she started to create some behind the scenes bad stuff. And it started to, to make it, it issues in the program, but I wasn't aware of that because I was just, you know, looking at everybody's rose gold glass on and I'm looking at all the love and I'm so happy. And all of a sudden something starts to feel fishy and I'm like, what's going on? And the program started doing really badly because I didn't know how to handle something like this happening. I was just like, what do I do? Like, do I, how do I stop it? I didn't know what to do. So needless to say that program, I suffered a lot in my heart because of it. 
And it was a one-year program. And this is like within the two first months of it. Now, how am I going to continue this? But worse is I had launched a mindset program that was meant to start like a week or two after. And I launched the mindset program and I had never been lower in my life. And I, I could feel like, how am I going to sell this thing? How am I going to sell this thing? And it was just the hardest sell. Like it worked a little bit, but it never felt good. And it was like, oh my gosh, it was hard. And people were signing up, but they were not sure. And it was, everything was a struggle. And I was like, oh my gosh. Now come January of this year, I was like, I have a really strong ritual that I do every year for myself. Every year, it's a, a really long process that I do to get myself really ready for the new year. I love new possibilities. So I really, really embodied this. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I invite people to do this with me? And it really didn't come from a place that I want to build a program. It came from a place of what if I had people to do this with me? So I offered this program. It was called Resolution Revolution. And I, I, I think I sold it for one or two weeks and got like 70 participants in it. And it was just with my Facebook. Like, I didn't even have Instagram back then. I didn't do anything anywhere else. It was just on my personal, like, on my Facebook. And it was a masterpiece. It was so much fun. I loved it so, so, so much. One of the big things on my list was to really spend time with Kevin because he had been working a job and I had been doing this work and we hadn't been seeing much of each other. But in September of last year, he left his corporate job and he became a coach as well. So it was like having the most romantic, passionate year with Kevin. That was the goal. So January was so amazing in relationships. And when Valentine's Day was coming around, I was like, this is the perfect time to launch that relationship program. I've been procrastinating. So on the back end of the best time in my relationship that I've ever had, I launched Femme Fatale. And every single thing I did for myself and for Kevin and how we interact and how we handle things I put in the program, my relationship skyrocketed even deeper. And that program took on like, took off like wildfire. Over 250 participants have gone through Femme Fatale now. And, it, and again, still just through my Facebook. So it's just been such an incredible journey to see the transformations when I do the work with them. When I say you've got 10 minutes, take a pen and paper and write blah, blah, blah. I take my pen and my paper and I do it too. And it is pure embodiment of what I'm teaching. And I really feel that on a soul level, when you're ready to be the, the teacher and the student, and you're not so afraid that you're going to fail and that results mean something about you, you know, and it's more about the results in the program than the results in the sale, something starts to shift. So it's now more of an invitation for my audience to live life the way I do and join me on how I do things. Like come join me on how I launch a new year. Come join me on how I rock my relationship. Come join me on that. I did a mid-year manifesto that was like resolution revolution, but mid-year, let's get our year back on track best year ever come be with me as we skyrocket our businesses together in exponential wealth and it has been the most incredible shift in business to watch people just go i want to do it with you instead of feeling like i had to do it for them i do it with them and it is huge the shift huge yeah that is potent oh thank you for sharing that because that's really really significant i can feel how what a difference that is you know, versus just selling something versus really walking with people in it. Yeah, that's powerful and feels better over here. Like for us, you know, as coaches, contributors, service providers, whatever it might be. Yeah, that's so cool. I just noticed something that was really interesting and something that I wanted to ask you about anyways, was that even with like a little bit of the Facebook ping in the background, your flow was uninterrupted. Like your focus, your clarity and precision is so noticeable. What do you find like really supports you in staying on point, like staying focused on what you're creating with the distractions of 2018 living. Yeah. I'm so sorry about the pings. If I don't oh, have them. Gosh, it's so fine. <laughs> it's so fine. <laughs> I apologize, but this is what I will tell you. I actually am French Canadian. So English is my second language. When I first started doing Facebook lives and I first started speaking in English, I realized that I actually didn't really master the English language at all. Uh, I spoke English the way I would speak English with my mom or a friend. And that's very different than speaking English to teach. So I learned all my spelling, all my reading, all the good words that you need to have an intelligent conversation with someone. I learned those in French. 
But when it was time to speak English, I met Kevin, this was five years ago, and he spoke English at a level where every sentence he said one or two things that I wasn't sure what it meant. He has a really high vocabulary, and I started to feel a little bit cuckoo, like, what is up with me? I thought I could speak English. I sound so dumb. I was always going, uh, 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 looking for the word, because my family is bilingual, so it was so easy for us. If we didn't know the word in French, we just switched to English, like, if we didn't know the word in French. Like, <laughs> no, can't do that. Guy doesn't speak French, so... I got really interested in the English language and I wanted to sound intelligent. Actually, it started for him. And when I started the Facebook lives, I was like, I have got to get my act together because I sound like a train wreck. So I have been Googling words. Like actually, every time I hear a word I don't understand, I look it up. If within the definition, there's a word I don't understand, I look it up. So I've been very, very hands-on with the, the mastery of language. And I found that when I have so many different words that could express the same thought, I never run out of words. So there's a flow because there's just a plethora of words I can pick from. It doesn't matter if I've said one word or I don't know what this particular word is. I have another word that can fit. And uh, working really hard on the English language has made a big difference in how I speak. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually so glad that the Facebook sounds were there so we could talk about this too. <laughs> Me too. See, everything happens for a reason. But yeah. also I've been going on Facebook. I've been doing Facebook lives now. I did a 21 day Facebook live challenge, another 21 day Facebook live challenge, a 90 day Facebook live challenge. And now I'm three weeks away from the end of a 365 day Facebook live challenge. So what? there's the difference between talking and speaking. And I don't think we understand the difference until we perform like this. It's a performance to do a Facebook live in front of an audience. And I've now been speaking every day of my life for a year and a half. Hey lady, we will be back to this conversation in just a moment. But first I wanted to personally extend an invitation to our upcoming warrior goddess retreat happening in January, 2019 in Yarra Valley, Victoria, Australia. In this deep dive retreat, you will learn and embody a full range of healing and activating archetypes while understanding and releasing old patterns that no longer serve you in being fully expressed as all of who you are from daily yoga practices to women's circles, plant-based healing foods, and profound learnings on how to soften and strengthen in the ways you crave, you can expect to leave this retreat with a completely full tank and actionable ways to feel more empowered in your relationships, your work in the world, your body, and your femininity. For more details, visit the link in the show notes or go to retreatsinaus.com. Now back to the combo. Yes. Yeah. I honed it. Yeah. So cool. So... And I am really curious, this was something that I was noticing about you is like, like your commitment to your craft, like that self mastery, that embodiment, that discipline, the the consistency, like showing up. And with so many women who listen to the show being ambitious, wanting to create movements and businesses and growth in what they're creating. What would you say is like the, the thing, like if you wanted to give those women a piece of advice from where you're at today, and how you've really crafted and committed to this journey, what would it be? Well, I think the biggest, most important thing in everything that I've learned is that I attract who I am. Mm -hmm. So if you listen to me and you're like, I don't really care about being like that, that doesn't really really resonate with me. Oh, it's okay. Because you're going to attract who you are. So if it doesn't actually float your boat and it doesn't really excite you, then don't worry about it. But for me, The way that I am, when I meet a person and I'm thinking, which coach do I want to work with? What what leader do I want to follow? What course do I want to take? The biggest question for me before I will follow anyone is, do they lead themselves? And in the area they're teaching, I don't think anybody is perfect. I think everyone has areas in their life that they're struggling with. I don't expect one person to be fabulous and perfect in all areas. But in the areas that we teach... Do we really walk the talk? And my brand actually stands for that. Alpha Femme for me is she who leads herself because a leader is a person who knows where they're going first. And when I know and I'm looking at someone in the face that I can see she knows where she's going or he knows where he's going, it really makes it a clear, a clear decision for me that I'm safe to follow that person. But when I see someone who just wants to lead me because it makes them feel powerful or because they'd rather lead me than work for someone else or... They'd rather be a coach than 
do blah, 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 or they'd rather, they'd rather be an entrepreneur because they're not good at following rules. And it's really more about them than me. And it's really more about telling me what to do so that they can succeed than me actually succeeding. I have a very hard time with that. But because I'm like that, the integrity of it is if I attract who I am, then I must create the buying experience. I must attract, I must create the, the social media experience that I crave. Because when the people follow me and find me, they will want precisely what I want. And it's what has proven to be true over and over and over again. Yes, I am so glad we are talking about this. <laughs> this, is, yeah, awesome. this is awesome. Okay. Ooh, where should we go now in this conversation? Because I feel like there's a lot. Oh, there's so many different stems that we could go off here. Where do you want to go with this? Well, there's the last thing you had asked me, what are the top three things that mm -hmm. I would tell people? So I could finish off by saying the last thing that I would say that's so important is that there is a difference between your skill and what you get paid for. And what you get paid for is your sales ability and your skill is what people get once they've decided to buy from you. So when I was able to disassociate the way I sell from what I earn, a lot shifted in my life because a lot of times, you know, when you're starting off as a coach, when people aren't buying your stuff, you have this thought like, oh, it's because I'm a bad coach. Well, that's not possible. Because the fact that they're not buying from you actually means they have no idea what kind of coach you are because they didn't buy your thing. <laughs> right. Well, having that realization also made a big difference for me. And it was like, if I need to become an expert in sales, that's one thing. But who I am as a coach has nothing to do with how much I sell. So if you are not selling, do not make it mean you're a bad coach. Like, don't devalue your talent, whatever it is, whether you're a speaker, whether you're a network marketer. You know, whatever it is, like if you're, if your product, it's not about your product isn't good. It's about the way you're selling it isn't right. And you can learn sales skills. You know, sales skills are just another tool that you learn, that you learn. If you have a skill in your core, that is worth everything. We are worthy beyond measure. The money we make is only related to our selling power, not our delivery power. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And we can see this more and more that people are starting to realize that there's a ton of amazing coaches and amazing things that we have to offer. And yet, that learning curve, that sharpening of that tool of actually selling and marketing ourselves is the thing. And I think a lot of people are getting caught up in the like needing to have the perfect website, or needing to have the perfect brand. Um, yes. And can you share a little bit with us about how you started to sharpen that tool in selling and really being able to like, like, invite people in using Facebook. So the crazy thing is, I didn't actually realize that the, this whole thing that I'm just telling you until quite recently. So for me, when people weren't buying my coaching, I automatically meant made it mean I wasn't a good enough coach yet. And I had to be a better coach, which I don't know if it was a blessing or a curse, because I literally spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours reading and learning and coaching and, and going into courses and classes. And like, I am so educated in the actual coaching realm now because I thought people aren't buying from a good enough coach that I'm actually now a fabulous coach. But I didn't realize until recently that, oh, actually, I probably could have done really well if I had just realized that I could have used the sales skills that I knew to sell because the selling was the problem. But how do people want to buy? So there's different ways to sell. I'm actually... Before I became a coach, what I did was I was a sales trainer for an international, actually a global company that did live demonstrations, like infomercials. And I would teach all the, all the employees and all the members of the, the company how to sell. And I would close all the big deals for all the chains in Canada, and especially in Quebec. So I've been taught to sell. But for some reason, it felt really out of alignment or not right to sell myself the way I sold products because I didn't believe in me as much as I believed in the products I sold. So I didn't have the same confidence. It didn't work to sit, to talk about me as the product as though people couldn't live without it. It felt weird. Like I can't really say that I'm talking about myself. <laughs> and so at first I was having a really hard time because I couldn't use the sales tactics that I knew and I just didn't know what I was doing. So the shift, I would say, happened for me when I realized that when you celebrate, and if you use the three things I just said, you celebrate every time you do something incredible until you become truly masterful, 
And the more you celebrate, the more people see that you're doing what it is that you say that you're doing. You get results in the area that you're selling. Your stuff's going to sell itself because there is such a thing as results selling themselves. Word of mouth. People, you know, saying you need to follow this girl because she is amazing. And, and that has happened from a lot. A lot of people sharing my lives and my courses and all the things because it works. So if you are creating extraordinary value, eventually you will get word of mouth in that area. And you don't actually have to sell so hard at all because your results sell themselves. And when your results sell themselves and you've got so much evidence that what you're doing is working, being blatantly, blatantly honest, being like, actually, if you buy this program, it's going to change your freaking life. And I know it will because I've seen it 250 times. I've seen it 110 times. I've seen this program work for 75 people. And 100% mind-blown testimonials, like not one person was not satisfied. Every single person, you know, when you're able to say that, you can sell yourself a lot more. But there's different ways of selling, and you attract who you are. I hate being sold to, but I love to buy things. I'm a little bit of a shopaholic, but I hate when someone tries to sell me something. I can walk into my favorite store, and if the sales clerk walks up to me with the wrong attitude, like, hey, are you looking for something in particular? I'm like, I'm done. I'm not even going to walk in. I don't want you to tell me what I should buy. I want to shop. So because I dislike so badly, like I really dislike being sold to, I had to create a buying strategy that I would want to buy from. So it's always about what do I want and creating that because you attract who you are. Do it with integrity. Do it with everything you are. Do it. If I would buy it, they would buy it. If I can do it, they can do it. If I'm disciplined, they'll be disciplined. If I'm a great student, they'll be a great student. If I have integrity, they'll have integrity. I attract who I am. And when you really embody that and you get that on the level that I've gotten it, honestly, you can't afford not to do the things because you're going to attract exactly who you are. Who do you want that to be? It's like raise your vibe until attracting who you are is a good thing. Yeah, awesome. Yes. And we see this a lot. I mean, I've definitely had this happen in my own coaching practice. And I've heard so many other coaches saying the same thing. Like, why is this person not standing in their commitment? Why is this hard? You know, what, what's going on or showing up and, and, you know, things about the money, objections about payment, all these kinds of things. So this is really revealing because it is all about really that energy, what we're putting out there. And really being provided with those beautiful opportunities to shift that energy when we see it showing up in ways that are not necessarily congruent to what we want to create. Yeah. So awesome. I love where we're going in this conversation, Melanie, as, as I did last one too. And you actually mentioned Kevin earlier and I will, I will link Kevin, uh, his episode in the show notes. Also, Kevin is Melanie's partner and he was also in the Masculine May series and he had a phenomenal conversation as well. So there'll be, a, there'll be a couple links in the, in the comments there. So this is really like for the women who are listening and going six figure months, creating this level of impact and influence with no website. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> it absolutely is. You're receiving all the evidence you need. You know, what is the, you've been in the coaching space for a long time. You've seen a lot of people, you know, doing this work, wanting to create businesses. And also a lot of people, um, you know, uh, what was the word I was just about to use? Like kind of stepping out. Yeah. Like, you know, and just quitting and all that kind of stuff. What, what do you want to see more of in the coaching space and for people who are really wanting to do this work and, and want to be successful at it? Well, I have the, I have this, um, this vision, I would say like a, a metaphor that I see in my mind when I think about what coaching is like. And I imagine that there's all kinds of different women that are in all kinds of different paths in their life. And we're all at different places and we're all ready for different things. And some of us are really connected to source energy. We get downloads for ourselves. I'm just for our clients. I'm just like, I got a download right before a Facebook live. And I said something genius, like a download that hits you in your soul. And it changes the way you operate. Like a real, a real message from the universe that changes you. And I have been really curious to see why, why doesn't every woman have that connection? Why didn't I used to have it? Why did it just show up for me now? But what I'm seeing and the vision that I have is it's like women are a waterfall. They're, they're a waterfall like a fountain. You know how a fountain has different layers and every layer kind of pours and overflows into the next layer? Mm -hmm. So imagine that the top level women in the, for one moment in their life, I'm not even saying that it's like all of your life, but for a moment in your life, you're super connected to source energy. 
and you get downloads and you embody them 100%. And you become a physical manifestation of that message that you learn because just speaking it won't change a thing, but embodying it shows women what's possible. So you embody that with everything you can and all of a sudden you start creating an energy in the physical world and it starts to overflow into the women who are willing to work with you, listen to you, find you, and you fill them up as long as they're re ready to be connected to you and listen and, and be celebrated and loved and, and give credit and ownership and support and say, yes, I want it, I want it, I want it, and give back and have integrity and build their business the way they want to build it. And now they embody what it's like to really be connected to that source energy. But they weren't strong enough before they met you to do that yet. They wouldn't have heard the message. It wasn't strong enough from source. They needed a person who could embody it to show them the way. So now they show up in their life. And they start showing other people that it's possible. And they start to overflow that magic, that integrity, that truth into the women who needed to meet them. And those women, if they're willing to stay the course and they're willing to be brave and they're willing to put their ego aside and say, okay, I need a coach or I need a mentor and I'm willing to, to stay the course with someone who's willing to teach me. You overflow into them until they become the version of themselves they need to be and their energy overflows and then back and back and back into levels and levels of women until that energy hits the bottom and, and rises right back up to the top like it would in a fountain where the, the pond at the bottom is what feeds the top. And together... As this beautiful fountain and this waterfall of energy that kind of flows within each one of us, we, we raise the consciousness because every time the water makes its way back down to the source, then it feeds the top again. And we are elevating it. People are making money faster than they ever have. They're transforming faster than they ever have. They're traveling the world at a younger age than it's ever been possible. They're finding freedom more than has ever happened in the entire world. People's relationships are outstanding. Like there's more beauty in people than there's ever been. There's more potentiality. The world has shrunk. Everything is more available because we keep elevating every time the cycle goes. But who's willing to be a part of that? Because then there's women that are on the, on the sidelines who want to show that they can do it on their own, who unfortunately aren't seeing results and who aren't, who aren't connected enough to get the messages they need to hear directly from source and don't want to hear it from anyone else. And they're struggling. If you just make, if you just become part of the fountain, if you just, be, if you become part of the flow, there's enough to receive and enough to give. You can't give from an empty cup and you're, you're never meant to. If you're not getting the soul connected messages, go find a woman who embodies what she's hearing and follow and love and receive from that woman. So you can give and make your way up vibrationally until you can hear the messages yourself. But we've got to be willing to really go and be a part of this bigger thing, which is all of us together. We rise. Everyone that's outside of that is struggling. Whew. Yes. I love that visual, by the way, I was following along with you the entire time. In that. Wow, ladies really receiving that invitation, that clarity and that call forward. Mm. Thank you for that, Melanie. That was incredible. Thank you. And makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And and I hear you. I was definitely one of the people who was not hearing the messages and didn't want support. And many of you on the show have heard my story of really struggling for many years and feeling like there was no community and there was no support because I wasn't allowing it in because I wasn't creating it. And so don't waste that time. You don't have to struggle. There's so many people who are out there and wanting to create with you and, and create change with you and walk with you. And um, that visual is going to be in my mind for days, <laughs> Melanie, if not forever. So thank you for that. How stunning. Thank you. And for those of you that are feeling like, oh, but not me, you know, like, oh, there's all these people out there who are creating success, but not me. Like, as you just heard in what Melanie just described, it doesn't have to be that way. And that we all get to be a part of it. If you feel this message and this mission in your heart, I mean, all every single woman that I have ever met who is on this journey of becoming a coach or wanting to create these work or bringing her soul work out into the world, like you feel it, you know that this is something you're supposed to be up to. And, and that's why you feel that nudge and that pull and sometimes even the pain of not creating it or not fulfilling on it. So um, reaching out, reaching out. Um, and, you know, if I believed in my heart that I was special and different, I wouldn't do what I'm doing. 
if I believed that I had this superpower that no one else has, I wouldn't be a coach that teaches other coaches how to do it. I'd just say, I am the one and I will teach you my way. But yeah. I actually truly believe that I'm just another person that just did it. You know, you don't have to be special to do it. But when you do it, you become special. Yes. Yeah. So good. Working that way up the waterfall. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. That's amazing. Whew. What do you want to leave the ladies with? We've talked about some beautiful different aspects of this, about what you're really up to right now, some of the beautiful learnings you've been receiving. What do you want to close out this conversation with? I think if, if you stop listening to your mind and the thing that tells you like, oh, maybe I should have had it figured out by now, or I should be more successful by now. You know, if other people are doing it and I'm not doing it, then maybe it'll never happen for me. Or if you've hit a certain level and you're like, Oh, I don't need anything. I don't need help from anyone anymore. I've hit this level and I've achieved this. And if you're, all up in your head. Let go of your mind for one minute and drop into your heart and ask yourself, what if, just what if there's more to all of this? What if this whole thing is a journey, like a complete journey? And it only begins once I realize that it's a journey. If I'm trying to fix things now, I'm trying to just magically change things now, I'm trying to look a different way now, I'm acting as though it's not a journey at all. Like standing in the middle of Montreal going, yeah, but I want to be with Stacey in Vancouver. I want to be with Stacey in Vancouver. Okay, we'll drive there. No, I, I just want to be with Stacey in Vancouver. Get a plane there. <laughs> no, I want to be with Stacey in Vancouver. I've got to be willing to go on the journey if I want to make it to you. You've got to be willing to take the journey to get it to the next level, to the next place. And there is always the next place. There is always a next step. You've got to embrace the journey. And if you really connect to your heart and you think to yourself really deeply, like, who would you choose as your teacher? What's the kind of woman that you would choose as your teacher? Would you choose a woman who just knows things because she read about it, she heard about it? Or would you want to learn from a woman who's cried the tears you've cried, a woman who has wondered the same questions you have asked yourself and who's made it on the other side and who's like, I want to help you because I know that on the other side of this, you can have everything you want. Not because I know it conceptually, but because I've lived it. And if I lived it, it may have just been so I could take you through it. If that's the kind of leader that you're looking for, that's the kind of leader that the person who's waiting for you is looking for. And you have a voice. You have a way of speaking that resonates with the perfect audience. You know, if you've ever heard someone say something, and you're like, I have heard that so many times, and it's never sounded the way it just sounded right then when you said it. It's because there are words that come out of your mouth that were destined for some of the ears on this planet. And unless you start speaking them, some people will never hear. But if you don't embody what you teach, you're just another voice. Mm-hmm. Not an embodiment of truth. It's not... You're not a light. You're just a sound. You need to be both. It needs to be you are this and you're bringing people with you along the journey. That's that's the kind of teachers we want. And the people who've changed the world, really, when you really look at the people who've changed the world, they are the people who have embodied what they believe in until they've become it. That's the journey. So don't worry about not being good enough right now. Maybe you're not, but it was never about right now anyway. Being is momentary. Whatever you are right now, it's just what you are right now. Becoming is the journey of a lifetime. And it's worth every second. Just keep walking, keep moving in the direction you want to be in. Stay connected to the reason why you're doing all of this and decide that you're going to be a master at what matters to you. And when you see difficult things coming, just surf the wave. You know, could you be the best sailor in the world if you never braved a storm? Could people, would, would people say your name for generations to come that you were the best sailor that ever sailed the sea if all you ever did was sail crystal waters at the shore? No. You'd have to be able to say, I weathered so many storms, the most difficult storms you've ever seen. I came back with all my crew intact. I, I, I sailed the harshest waters and I survived. That's what makes the greatest sailor. So if you're asking for greatness, when the storms come, just know without them, you're never a master. Take them, embrace them, and become the woman you really want to be in the storm. 
because it's who you are on the other side of it that people want to learn from. Mm, So good. Yes. Big time, big time, big time, full yes to all of it. Oh, lady, this has been such a pleasure having you back on the show. I always love picking your mind and your heart and your soul and just the energy that you bring, the passion that you bring. You, We can feel from you that you are truly embodying your work. So thank you so much for the work you're doing in people's lives. You may remember that we always end these shows with a fill in the blank statement. If you truly want to improve your life, fill in the blank. Improve your life. <laughs> Did you just literally say that? I love that so much. <laughs> yes, you are you are the one who picks up that that paintbrush and improves your life. Yeah. Oh, you're amazing, lady. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to put all of the links and everything to get connected with Melanie. What is the, your favorite way for people to reach out to you or get connected with you? My favorite way is probably through my facebook group which is the alpha femme group on facebook um you can add me as a friend also because i do tend to go live a lot on there and i just started uh, my instagram this year which is the alpha femme official instagram which is always full of inspiration and fun stuff those would probably be my three top i also have a business page but the algorithm's like so i'm there sometimes but it's not my most passionate area um but it, it does exist and i also have a private instagram melanie and layer with my travels and all the things so those would be the top places you can also email me if you feel like it uh, melanie at alphafem.com i also like to hear what people have to say if they connected with my message and i'm always open to hearing or just private message me on facebook but i'm open always Amazing. Thank you so much, lady. And ladies, thanks for listening in. Of course, if you have any insights or awarenesses you want to share, reach out to us. We love to hear from you. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks again, Melanie. Thank you.